God loves me, even though I've been running. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have Testimony Thursday, and we have a testimony about a guy who was running and running and running away from God. But the thing is, God never runs away from you. Here's the story. It's always a tug in my heart towards music. He could carry a tune as a, as a little toddler. I was just inspired by the music that I saw. And it was an incredible feeling for me when, when I would see him at the altar and sometimes, sometimes broken and weeping and, 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 you know, just with his hands lifted. I became cynical about church probably around 12 years old. I think there was a, a point when I just saw too much of the church politics, back talk gossip. And, um, that was about the time some friends of mine were starting a band. The band started off as, you know, a bunch of Christian guys, but we all kind of suddenly realized that that wasn't who we really were and what we wanted to do. And so musically, we started to kind of veer off into weird land. This is one of the clubs that I used to play at as a kid. 16, 17 years old, sneaking in. A lot of my anger at God, anger at the church, anger at myself was, uh, was coming through the, the music. I would go to um, these clubs and start hanging out with older people and some of the wrong crowd and drinking was involved. And um, so, I mean, my parents did the right thing. They were grounding me and they were saying, hey, that's gotta go. I left home when I was 17, uh, Christmas. We, we were at church, I remember we were at church, and I didn't suspect a thing. Well, it was Christmas Eve, and I was part of a church play, but nobody knew that I had secretly arranged for some friends to be waiting in a car so that I could walk out off the stage and leave. And right behind me, that's the church that um, we're holding the Christmas pageant at. So I told them to take me anywhere but home. I started looking for him after church and couldn't find him. None of his uh, friends would tell me any information about where he was. But I got in that car and just took off and didn't look back. And when, I, when we got home without him, uh, we, I, I, I walked directly to his room. My wife walked in with me and we're standing there together, I remember, and, and just we were, we were kind of numb. What I experienced the most was just absolute loneliness. I remember not being able to eat a lot and I was missing school. I was sick, hungry, cold, sleeping in someone's car. It was pretty bad. Eventually the band started picking up more shows and the last person I expected to see in the back of the hall was my dad. I came to this club and walked in, went immediately to the, to the back wall and I came to see my son. I was really concerned about what he was doing and I don't think he knew I was there. I didn't want him to know I was here. I just, I wanted to see him. I think he was just there just to show me that he still loved me and that he was praying for me. About five or six months later after running away, somebody got a hold of me and said, hey, your dad's going on a trip to Austin, Texas and was wondering if you'd like to come along. I called my dad. It was the first time I talked to him and he's like, hey, you don't have to go to the worship conference. I just thought we'd go see a movie and go get some food and just hang out in Austin. Just like I was cutting some of the kids from church some slack, I, I, I kind of felt like maybe I was putting too much pressure on my own kids. I don't know, it was just something about the way he was just kind of offering to, you know, 
be friendly. And I said, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll go with you. It was a matter of waiting and uh, trusting God. And after the conference, we're driving home and my dad's like, where do you want to be dropped off? And I honestly, I didn't have a, really a place to stay. Right behind me is the spot where after that trip to Austin, my dad dropped me off and I said goodbye and didn't know if I'd see him again. And he took off down the road. My wife and I sat there and, and we cried. It was a sad time. But we prayed also. I wandered around for about a couple hours and uh, just was wondering what my next step was. And I knew in my gut that I wanted to just pour my heart out and say I was sorry. And I called my dad and just said, you know, what can I say? Is there any way that I can come home? Will you guys forgive me? It was a, an incredible a feeling and just that, that he was calling and that he was really reaching out. And, uh, and so we went. He came with my brother and my two sisters and my mom and they, uh, they showed up and they, they picked me up and hugged me and, and I just remember weeping and being overwhelmed with, you know, guilt and shame and forgiveness and love and all those things just kind of washing over me and being received back into my family. And not long after that, he went with me to a Bible study. The leader of the Bible study handed me a Bible and said, hey, why don't you just, um, open it up to Psalm 139 and just read to us what, you're, what you see there. When he began to read, I mean, I was like overwhelmed immediately. It's this idea of God loves me even though I've been running. God's waiting with open arms even though I've rejected him. I remember reading verse one, verse two, verse three, and then just choking up and not being able to, um, to read anymore. I saw. I saw the tears down his cheeks. They fell in the open Bible. It's a very dramatic night. I knew I could not go back to being in the band that I was in or being the person that I was. I said, I'm giving my life back to God. And so I would go to the coffee houses and I'd start playing and singing and just felt right, you know, to sing about my faith. I see how it was God orchestrating some of these things. And, and we, we just really really are thankful and grateful for, for that, that work of the Lord. And once I allowed Him to be everything in my life, He gave me back music, and I was able to use it for His glory, for His kingdom. That was a CBN testimony, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under CBN Gabe Martinez. You can also find out more information about CBN at their website, cbn.com. Hope you have a great day, and I'll see you again tomorrow for Fun Friday. God bless.